we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello and welcome back to Blue Talks. I'm Corey Poirier, the founder of Blue Talks, and really excited to introduce you to today's live speaker, Joni Liu. And Joni was recorded, this uh, talk you're about to listen to uh, was in fact recorded in uh, late 2019. I hope you love this talk. I know uh, the audience uh, was really uh, resonated with this talk, and uh, that's the reason that Joni ended up getting a standing ovation at the end as well. So again, thank you for joining Blue Talks, and I hope you enjoy Joni Liu. And a doctor at a work at a walk-in clinic 
confirmed my worst fears and also told me that I had a little girl. I always wanted a little girl. So I said to my own doctor, is there any way that I can continue on with this pregnancy? She said, no, Joni, this baby is damaged. You don't want to bring a damaged baby into this world. Other women have made that choice and they live with regret and worse every single day. So I knew there was no turning back. I had the second procedure and this time it worked. And then I buried the story for 25 years. I buried it so deeply that I forgot details and timelines because it was also the same year that I had a cancer scare. Now, do you think I was really stressed out? Yes. Yeah. It was the worst year of my life, but it was also the best year of my life because it brought me to where I am today. Several years later, I quit my career as a professional engineer. I went back to school to study traditional Chinese medicine. And it was in that very first year when one of my professors told us that one minute of anger hurts you more than the person or the thing that you're mad at. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I began to understand. So after I graduated, I started my practice, and it led me to studying the brain and neuroplasticity, which led me to study psychological wellness based on classical Chinese medicine, which led me to advanced psychology taught by some incredibly bright people. And I began to see the connections between all these different bodies of study. And I began to connect the dots, and that's how I found out what makes a peak performer. So, what is it that prevents people from reaching their peak performance? In one word, it's stress. And I know maybe you're rolling your eyes at this because that word is so overused that it's practically meaningless. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, there's really bad advice. I even saw on the web once that you can relieve your stress by popping bubble wrap. Okay? Like really silly. But really, the real culprit is the conventional medical industry that has totally distorted the entire concept of medicine. Because medicine is supposed to make you well again. And once you're well, you're supposed to get off it. But these days it's, well, sir, you've got hypertension? Well, you've got to stay on that hypertension drugs for the rest of your life. It's supposed to make you strong again. But if you're on all these drugs, and some people I've known are on dozens, it's going to do so much damage to including your liver, your kidney, definitely your brain, and it definitely confuses your mind. And, speaking of the mind, long ago they decided that, that they were going to separate the mind from the body, as if that's even possible. So when I'm talking about stress, I'm not talking about a little stress that's gone in a couple of minutes. 
I'm talking about chronic stress. Chronic stress is like a poison that plays havoc in your mind, in your brain, and your body. Treating only the physical symptoms, which is what modern medicine does, that's like having a closet full of shoes, but you're missing the left shoe of every pair. How useful is that? So how do you know if you're suffering from chronic stress? You feel like you're living in hell. So you've been condemned to climb this wall, but the good news is, if you can get over that wall, you can get home free and you're in heaven. But then, you get to the top of the wall, this guy is waiting at the top of the wall with a big bat, and he gives you a whack! And down you go, over and over. How would that make you feel? Would you be furious, or would you give up? So today I'm going to talk about three factors that prevent people from reaching their peak performance. How chronic stress affects your mind, how it affects your brain, and how it affects your body. Anybody here ever heard of emotional addiction? Okay, there's a few of you, that's good. But the rest of you, you're definitely going to learn something new today. An addiction is a habit. A habit is like cobwebs which have turned into steel cable. Really hard to break. So, you have something happen to you and you're so mad and upset about it. It only happened the one time. But, you relive it over and over in your mind. You replay it over and over in your mind. So all these thoughts, all these negative thoughts, feelings, and actions are now ingrained in your brain. And the brain creates certain chemicals that go along with each one of these negative thoughts, feelings, and actions. Now, you get into a similar situation, and again, you go on this roller coaster again. And all those old thoughts, feelings, and actions come up again. So you're reliving it again. So you are reinforcing the neural pathway in your brain every time you go through this. And the thing is, you don't even know that you're doing it. But you do know that you feel unhappy about it. So with these brain chemicals, the brain is monitoring the levels of these chemicals. And here's where the addiction part comes in. The brain starts craving them if the amount of these chemicals go down in your body. And then you, subconsciously, will start doing everything that you can to feel this way because the brain is addicted to how it feels. So this is the reason why you have anxiety attacks because you've thoroughly trained yourself to expect the worst in every stressful situation. This is why panic attacks happen, because you have thoroughly trained yourself to worry. I have a friend who came to me for help because she had chronic worry and anxiety, and really, this woman had it made. She knew she should have been happy. 
She had a great career with a great title, with a great salary. She had a wonderful husband and kids. She had a beautiful house on acreage, and she had a really nice brand new sports car in one of her five garages. Like she knew she should have had a maid. But why was she always feeling so on edge? So she had already seen her MD who advised her to, well, tell the kids you're taking some mummy time off, draw a hot bath, play some nice music, lock the door, and then, ah, oh, you know, just soak in wonderful luxury. Well, that locked door attracted her kids like bees to honey. And pretty soon, they're knocking on the door. And they're talking through the door. And they're saying, mommy this, mommy that, what do I do about that, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, my friend is starting to get cold. And instead of relaxing, She's ramping up because she knows, why am I in here? I should be out there with my kids. So when we were working together, we discovered that her anxiety came down to a single incident when she was a child. She was seven years old, and her father asked her to wash his car. And, you know, she's seven years old. She loves her dad. She wants to please him. She finished the job. He came out, inspected it, and all he did was criticize her. She was devastated. So we worked together to let her go, let go of that situation, reminding her that she was no longer that little seven-year-old hurt girl and to reveal to her all the great things that she has done that have made her a very well-respected and very competent professional woman. So we replaced that emotional addiction with something truly awesome. Now, here's the brain. The big brain, and then we have the emotional brain underneath. The only two parts of the brain that I care about are the red hypothalamus and the blue hippocampus. So the hypothalamus is the chemical factory of the brain. So it makes the neurotransmitters, the hormones, and the peptides. The hippocampus is the learning and memory center of the brain. It's also where most of your new brain cells are made. So as long as you're doing all the right things, you would, you would be growing a new healthy brain long into your old age. So this is what happens. Something happens, you get really upset, you have now set up the stress response. So the hypothalamus sends peptides down your spine to the adrenals, which are on top of your kidneys. And they start secreting adrenaline and cortisol. In the meantime, the hippocampus is monitoring the levels of these chemicals. And at some point, it will signal to the hypothalamus, okay, you can stop now. So it stops, signaling down to adrenaline, down to the adrenals. And as these chemicals come down, you calm down. So it should only take a few minutes. 
But with chronic stress, that's a completely different animal because now the brain is subject to many cycles of stress activation. And as a result, the hippocampus, the cells there, are firing so often that they actually start wearing out. And they can no longer signal to the hypothalamus to stop. So now you're getting all this adrenaline cortisol. And that's why for a lot of people, it takes a long time to calm down, or maybe they never really calm down. Also, existing brain cells are dying off. And the hippocampus loses the ability to make new brain cells. So what does that mean to you? Chronic stress shrinks your brain. Okay, now, how, how many of you know that exercise relieves stress? Okay, did you know that elite and professional athletes are among the most stressed out people on the planet? <laughs> yeah, and they exercise for a living. Back in the 1990s, Yale University conducted an experiment to show that exercise relieves stress. So they brought together a group of actors, which they divided into two groups, so an angry group and a calm group. The angry group was told to imagine, you know, think of things that really made them mad and upset and to stay mad and upset. The calm group was told to, you know, think of things that make you happy and stay calm and happy. Then they took their vital statistics then they ran them through a bunch of light exercises, so such as running up and down the stairs, and then they took their vital statistics again. After exercise, the vital statistics of the angry group either stayed at the same bad level that they were at, or they actually got worse. With the calm group, their vital statistics actually improved. So the conclusion was that you actually already have to be in a good frame of mind in order to benefit from exercise. So it's actually a myth that exercise relieves stress. And here's why. You've got all this cortisol and adrenaline in your body. Well, excess adrenaline sits in your muscles, your ligaments, and your tendons. So what does that mean to you? It stiffens them up and makes you more susceptible to injury and pain. Now, it also does damage to your blood vessels and your arteries. What does that mean to you? It makes you more susceptible to heart attacks and strokes. So did you know that 50% of all heart attacks those people had no history of high cholesterol and clogged arteries. Excess cortisol makes your organ systems misbehave and malfunction. So they will slow down or shut down your digestive system and your reproductive system. Know any couples who are having trouble conceiving? Yeah. And it also sends you energy during stressful times. 
in the form of extra sugar. Now, if you're not using that up, then it makes you susceptible to weight gain. Know of people who've had colds and flus and it just never seems to go away? Chronic stress suppresses the immune system, but it can also make it hyperactive, which is the reason why we have autoimmune diseases too. But there's more. Every cell in our body makes proteins. They're like worker bees in our body. So for instance, muscle cells make muscle protein. Remember those peptides? Peptides are chemical messengers from the neural networks of the brain, and they carry orders from the neural networks to the cell's DNA to make more protein. But if those neural networks are the same ones that were created by your stressed out thoughts, feelings, and actions, then they actually have an adverse direct effect on your DNA. They cause them to malfunction. So what does this mean to you? They start making inferior proteins. And that's why skin sags, muscles get flabby, hair thins, bones get brittle, and on and on and on. So your takeaways today are, if you're already calm, if you're already feeling confident, if you're already very focused on what you need to do, if you're not in pain, if you're not injured, then all you're going to be thinking about is being your very best. If you are otherwise hurt, injured, stressed out, you're not going to be thinking about doing your best. You're going to be totally distracted. And that's why people who just almost make it, don't make it all the way to their goal. Chinese medicine teaches that you are born with strengths and weaknesses. I say that you don't know what they are until you are met with a potential crisis. And by potential crisis, that depends on how you deal with the circumstances in your life. Every circumstance is neutral until you make a judgment call. <laughs> so, if you choose to react very negatively to something, then you weaken yourself. If you choose to look at it positively and constructively, then you make yourself stronger. So look at every circumstance. And I know it can be really, really bad. I know it can look really, really bad. But if you look for the good in it, you will make yourself strong. And every problem has got a solution. So look for the solution, not at the problem. Thank you so much for watching and listening to me today. And thank you so much to Blue Talks for having me. Thank you.
for listening to this episode of the Blue Talks podcast. Remember to visit us at bluetalks.com for more information about our book series, which you can also find on Amazon, uh, more information about our live virtual events, which take place typically on Facebook and Zoom and YouTube, or you can also uh, find the, the live videos on YouTube or again, bluetalks.com. So thanks so much for joining us today. And finally, I wanted to remind you that this episode was brought to you by the Book of Why and How, which you can find at thebookofwhy.com. Thank you, everyone. Have a magical day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.